There's no way that they would think it was anywhere near as accurate as the real thing. It's real. It's real. Welcome to the No Love Podcast. I'm Father Michael. Why do you always pause? I don't know. I'm Molly. Radio E. <laughs> radio E. Yeah. At, speaking as a former radio major, what was it? I did radio as a journalism major. That's something. I had a radio show, yeah. Yeah, what was it called? The Gabe and Mike Show. Because <gasps> your was name Mike. is Mike. <laughs> Someone else was Gabe. Yeah. I'm going to presume your friend Gabe. My roommate, yeah. <gasps> Gabe. Mm-hmm. Hi, Gabe. <laughs> I don't think he listens, but it's a, it's a good thought. <laughs> We we played music. We had like a dating advice. We didn't give the advice. Our friend came on and gave dating <laughs> advice, which is funny. And uh, sometimes we we played our we made up songs for the show. Can I hear one? No. <laughs> <laughs> you set yourself up for that. I know. What are we going to talk about today, Father? We're going to talk about beauty, but I wanted to preface that by something you said before we started. I love yelling at the kids. <laughs> which is something that uh, we're, I'm going to explain this <laughs> when we were discussing how to talk about this you said I, I love yelling at the kids and that came from so uh, the other night we had a campus ministry bonfire here at my parish it was epic it was great we had hot dogs and s'mores and uh, I just they, realized I didn't have a s'more isn't that sad that is sad <laughs> anyway. I ate a couple marshmallows <laughs> but during the course of we were talking to a student and I think it was something about Snapchat and smiling in a picture, and she didn't like her smile. Mm-hmm. And you made her, you forced her to repeat, my smile is beautiful because God made me that way, or something yes, to that effect. That was, I think, word for word what it is was. Is that accurate? Yeah. So that's what I meant when I say I love yelling at the kids. Yeah. I, um, I often yell at them when they're not nice to themselves. Yeah. And the, I think it's it was a beautiful thing to witness because... It made this this person, you know, take that many like, no, I am, I'm good and I'm beautiful because God made me that way. Mm-hmm. And so, that's kind of maybe what I thought about when I said let's talk about beauty. Yeah. In the sense of like, uh, beauty as God makes beauty, and that yeah. beauty draws us towards God, mm-hmm. and that we can find it in a lot of places. Yeah, and even like that that same night. Um... One of the kids came up to me and was like, what defines beauty? Oh, my gosh. So I think we should talk about that a little bit because it's a good question. My, what, what did you respond? Yeah, my answer was um, something that reflects God mm. and reminds you of God. Um, and then it just kind of went into this debate of like, well, what if you see it, God, and something and someone else doesn't? Like, what is objective beauty? So. I guess, what's your answer to that question? Like, what is objective beauty? I like that, what you said a lot. Because, I mean, going into this, I was like, gosh, I don't remember, like, some philosophical definitions of beauty that are out there. And I and, and particularly some of the kids at our school that are in philosophy class oh, yeah. um, would get into a, real arguments about this. and I've uh, been Oh, in, that was exactly what was <laughs> happening. I was like, listen, I'm just going to tell you what I think. Yeah, I've been involved in these arguments. And in one sense, like, I'm super interested. But in another sense, I was like, does it matter? Does it does it help us that much? Mm. I want to uh, I want to read something, though, that okay. I just that I just Googled. I'm ready. Okay. This is from CatholicCulture.org. 
Beauty is that which instinctively appeals. According to St. Thomas Aquinas, beauty relates to the, to the cognitive faculty, for beautiful things are those which please on being seen. Um, hence, beauty consists in due proportion. There is consequently beauty not only in things material, but also especially in things spiritual. And he goes on with some more complicated <laughs> uh, language that I don't know if we need to talk about, but mm. I think for beauty, so it involves something being pleasing to us. Mm-hmm. And that can mean a lot of things. Yeah. Do you think there's objective beauty? There has to be because there's God. Yeah. Um, that all beauty points back to God. Um, and and I think just that idea that we can consider anything pleasing, sort of like C.S. Lewis talks about the whole idea that there are things that I know in my heart are wrong, whether I believe in God or not, and that implies that there's there's a standard out there mm, for yeah. right and wrong. And kind of like if we see something, if a person or... I'm not putting these on the same level as a person or a mountain <laughs> or like anything. A piece of art is beautiful. Like it points to we have an idea that there's that there's ultimate beauty. Mm-hmm. And I guess if we went with that definition and I'm super summarizing from St. Thomas that that's instinctively pleasing, then the thing that's going to please us or fulfill us the most has to be God. So with all of that being said, then what if like I were to I th- like look at let's start on this level, like look at a painting. Mm-hmm. You think it's super beautiful and I don't. What's the explanation there? Yeah, I I think when it comes to art, it can different things speak to us and those different messages mm-hmm. speak to us like there's different. So like a good example for me are there there are different styles of churches. Mm hmm. And they can be super different yeah. and to me still beautiful, but uh, to other people, like, no, that's just not my thing. So there's some sort of level as that, and maybe this just points back to how we're all uniquely created by God, that different aspects of beauty appeal to us. Yeah, that's like according to our personality and even just like our hobbies. Like, I love music and mm-hmm. I find music to be wildly beautiful and stunning. Yeah. And a lot of it's unique to, like, the love of music that God has given me. Yeah. So, like, I listen to a lot of heavy music. You do. Including music music with, with like, screaming in it. And I, I know lots of people would say that's not beautiful, but it is pleasing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, do with that what you will. But, like, <laughs> I, there is a level of, you know, you, of individuality with this. But I think there is, there's still that general idea that like beauty is out in the world in people and in nature and in uh you art and it points us back towards something objective and uh something that all of us long for yeah saint therese has this quote um i guess just in a response to someone seeing beauty in her and she goes what beauty i don't see my beauty at all i see only the graces i've received from god um hmm and that, I think, is, like, at the heart of it, like, not that when every time someone calls us beautiful or something, we should be like, no, it's God. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, and yeah. that's important to remember. But, um, yeah, it's just, I think that's the heart of, like, what we're kind of getting at with the definition of beauty. It's, like, a piece of God in something. It's mm. God revealed through something. I like that a lot. Like, anything that I see that's beautiful, it's me seeing God in that. Um, not 
seeing that thing for what it is, but seeing the peace of God that is in it or that it reveals rather, yeah. depending on whether it's, you know, a person or a painting or a mm-hmm. mountain. <laughs> yeah. Those are like the three staple examples <laughs> we're three using. Big things, yeah. Person, painting, mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I just really liked that. Yeah. that That's helpful because I think that that idea that, so like the, as I've witnessed with you and students, the proper response to saying, you look beautiful or whatever, should be thankful. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> like, um, and it's not necessarily about yourself. Um, it's about turning to the Lord. Um, without like, you know, real humility, you're not saying like, oh no, I'm garbage. Like yeah. you're seeing God is no, like God made something beautiful. God made people who are And that's worth celebrating. Yeah. And celebrating when someone notices it in you. Mm-hmm. And so that gratitude is saying, Thank you for seeing God in me. Like really, like and ultimately, because of that, we can't reject it. No. Because it's not ours to reject. Um, and I think particularly for women, that's just like such a common thing. Like if someone compliments you, it's so easy to be like, oh, no, I actually look awful today. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, someone, you don't even really get to say that. Like someone sees a piece of God in you. Yeah. And that's not yours to reject. Or, to, or even like outside of that, like to determine what that person sees in you. Yeah. Um, because ultimately, whether they realize it or not, it, it is God that they're seeing. Because just as God is love and any moment of love I'm showing to you, it is me sharing a piece of God. God is so, God is beauty as well. And any mm. piece of beauty I'm seeing or sharing um, is him. It's a piece of him. Yeah. There's also something with all of this that like beauty is outside of us. This is not like universal, but like it's not for us to own. And so I think when you see, so like we'll use the different examples in a piece mm-hmm. of art, like if you, right now I'm looking at the painting that's in our <laughs> studio is dogs playing pool, which has shown up in a few. And, the Taylor Swift. <laughs> and a cardboard cutout of Taylor Swift wearing an I am your father t shirt. Um, all beautiful. Beauty is <laughs> all in the things. eye of the boulder. Yeah. Like, but like when so like I've I've got the chance to go to to the Louvre in Paris once and see the Mona Lisa. Yeah, no. And there's deal. this crazy. I'm not trying to not no, trying to flex on you. <laughs> <laughs> he really do be out here hitting me with that flex though. But uh, there was a crowd of people there, like, and it's not that like the painting is not that big. It's off on this wall, and this huge crowd of people to see this thing that is internationally famous, like. Everybody wants to see it, but like it would be not just like a crime legally, it'd be a crime for someone to be like, No, I want that, and crumble it up in a ball and go home with it. <laughs> like, it's not yours, um, to take, and kind of the same. Ooh, so, not uh, yours to take, yeah. So, take a minute, everybody. That was just, it's not beauty, is not yours to take, yeah. Okay, continue. I'm building, I'm building an argument. He's getting there, guys. <laughs> um, Sorry. So, when you see a mountain or the ocean or a comet or whatever. Or like, a mountain next to an ocean with a comet flying over it. This is a weird episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, yes. So uh, you totally threw me off. Um, so when you see a mountain or an ocean with a comet on top, uh, it's like it's outside of you. It's bigger than you. It's like it's beautiful and it blows you away because you can't possibly like hold it. It's not yours to possess. And finally, a person. So like. Men are attracted to women. Women are attracted to men. You see someone as beautiful. Um, 
they're not yours to take or to own. And so that I think it's good to distinguish beauty and appreciating beauty from, say, from lust or possessiveness. Yeah. Because I think that is very much tied, like, just because of the way that the world is. So, like, the, we don't say, I'm not talking about us as a culture, mm-hmm. we don't say, oh, wow, they're beautiful. She's hot. Yeah. He's hot. That doesn't mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talk to the, like, w- my class about, like, what lust is because I think a lot of times it's defined as, or, like, people think it is, like, just, like, a momentary glance. But, like, we're meant to recognize beauty. Yes. Like, beauty is there for us to recognize it. Not for us to take it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's recognition is different from taking, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I think that. But so often when we see something, just because of again, how, like you said, how the world is, our natural inclination can be to take, yeah, or to like possess. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is not why beauty was created. Um, so I guess. What, why was beauty created? Like, why do you think, slash know, that the Lord gave us things that we see as beautiful? And, like, the experiences of beauty. Like, what's their purpose? It takes me back to, like, in Genesis, the story of creation, that again and again, God saw that it was good. And maybe you could say God saw that it was beautiful, like, as he created the earth. And then finally created humanity. Um, God saw that it was very good, and you could probably say that as He saw humanity, that humanity was very beautiful. God can't help because of who He like. This is just who God is. He shares Himself, and so if He is that ultimate goodness and ultimate beauty, then everything He makes has that in it, has has His a touch of His beauty in it. Um, and so I think beauty is in the world to point us to God, but also because God wants to share himself with us. Mm, yeah, and that's one of the ways that he does, and yeah. that he allows us to see him. And I think it's also, um, I was reading something about beauty, like, you know, the true, the good, and the beautiful. Yeah. It's like something you'll hear a lot. Um, and it says, one of the ways we typically experience the impact of beauty is in an intensified yearning for what we dimly glimpse just beyond our grasp a pang of deep desire not just for this or that beauty but to be made whole through immersion in the beautiful itself what is that from um an article we should we should put that in the show notes because that's a great explanation yeah it's like a part of this big big article big Mm -hmm. big by dr jeff miris written on august 20th 2009 (laughs) <laughs> what's it called it is called beauty <laughs> okay <laughs> I, <laughs> i'm gonna find. i'm gonna send it to your brother okay. right now um and i think that's like also a, a painful part of beauty at times um but it's essential because it reminds us that we're made for more oh my gosh yeah. like and that we are made for heaven which is the ultimate um, experience of beauty. Oh, my elbow just really cracked real that. loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate experience of beauty. And so it like 
it, it oftentimes will place in me like, I want more of this. I want more yeah. of this. Yeah. And that grasping or like desire for more is not always a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a reminder of heaven. Like we're never going to be fully satisfied by the love we experience on this earth, by the joy we experience on this earth, by the beauty we experience mm-hmm. on this earth. We experience tastes of God, tastes of heaven, but never the full thing. So it's meant to remind us like, this is not the end, there's more, and you can't experience it all here. Yeah, like, that longing, I think, is really important mm-hmm. to be able to sit in that longing and... <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that? What happened? <laughs> I sent that to your brother. And what did he say? And I said, show notes. And he goes, you are a show note. And then said this <laughs> <show>. <laughs> That was one of my favorite moments of that show. Oh, wow. Now he gets to hear the live reaction. I was not ready for that. <laughs> okay. So sorry. No, that was great. <laughs> Matthew, you're in the show. You did it. Good job. <laughs> it's good to sit in that longing for beauty, kind of like, like you said, like always recognizing that you're not going to be fulfilled. It's another great thing Saint Therese said: "The world is thy ship, not thy home." Yeah. And uh, to to recognize that that nothing will ultimately satisfy, while still appreciating all those like glimpses of heaven that uh, that we get to see. Whether it's in yeah. art or mountains or people, um, <laughs> as the three categories, but like, I think that's a good a good separation of things that's just sort of accidentally happened because there's like God's creation, there's uh, that's not us. Then there's like we get to create, which is an amazing way that we share in, yeah, like who God is, uh, partake in His in yeah. life, yeah, yeah. J.R.R. Tolkien, who wrote like Lord of the Rings. Uh, talked about it as sub-creation that we get like god creates but we still we get to share in that and that beauty really matters because it's us being like god Um, but then also i think the ultimate beauty in the world is in each other like and not just physically but like when you see beauty in another person and it's body and soul Mm -hmm. um that is such a huge glimpse of god and i Yeah. yeah like when adam and eve saw each other for the first time uh that it wasn't just, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> so moved by this. <laughs> <laughs> so moved that the burp just rose within me. <laughs> it wasn't just physical attraction. No. Like there were, that they could see each other for who they truly were without sin. Mm-hmm. And uh, we still have glimpses of that. And that is a really positive thing to hold on to. Yeah. How would you say that? You know, we find the balance between, like, appreciating beauty as a gift from God and a reminder of him and then, like, balancing that with, like, that longing that comes with it. Because it feels like a point of tension for me. Like, when I think about it and even just hearing us talk about it, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, it's like a reminder, but then it's also like, ouch. You know what I—do you know what I'm saying? I didn't know how to word that in that moment. But, yeah, what do you think of that? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, good thought that's deep stuff no, no, man is, I, yeah like that pang of like i can't have it all mm-hmm. or this isn't going to be enough i think love and lust are is a good place to 
find that distinction because like you said it's not less to notice that someone is beautiful yeah and like it's in one sense like it's almost like an instinct like it's not even something we control right it's just like oh wow like that's good and that's Mm -hmm. it's built into us um and in that moment it can lead us to a couple things like and i don't think everybody consciously thinks that like thank you god for this beautiful person Mm -hmm. but that's a not a bad place to go if you struggle with lust absolutely to like to praise the lord for for the people that that you 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 know you're attracted to Mm -hmm. um because attraction is not a bad thing but um and that's where that sort of longing that can lead to you know like uh to love as in like marriage and all those and like that kind of love it uh, is part of the fulfillment of that um but always with that watchfulness of not possessing and i think that's mm-hmm. the the word i use that a lot in confession because i think that's what it's what pornography is it's yeah. like possessing uh what attracts uh, what attracts us in someone that um we pornography presents that you can consume this without having to sacrifice without sacrifice yeah Yeah. or give it all yeah that's exactly it and it's yeah it's quote-unquote love Mm -hmm. without sacrifice and it's not love at all Mm -hmm. in reality because love without sacrifice is not love yeah got him maximilian colby Mm -hmm. (laughs) my guy yeah what do you think about sort of the obsession with physical i don't know if it's, i would say physical beauty physical perfection according to like some standard i think like the biggest thing i always think of is it's unattainable mm-hmm. and that's how you can know it's just so incorrect like because the world is just constantly changing its definition of beauty like if you look at what is you know trending today as far as physical beauty or even like I saw someone like write an article about this once and the example they used was how it was in style for women to do their eyebrows in each like set of years okay okay and how it like has just looks so completely different in each and so that's just like a small example but you even look at fashion and just things like that and mm-hmm. it is it's just about what the world decides is in at the moment, and that's ever-changing. And the second you catch up to one standard of physical beauty, there's another one right there to catch up to. And the second you catch up to that, oh, wait, you're a real person and you're not airbrushed. Yeah. And you don't have a filter in real life. And bad news, we're going to die and our bodies Yes, die. straight <laughs> up. Um, so it's, just, it's unattainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, I, I feel that it's a, a way that Satan distracts us from our purpose in life and from our real beauty Yeah. because it's like, here, waste your time trying to reach this level, this level, this level. And guess what? You're never going to get there Yeah. rather than like, how about I make myself beautiful or say yes to accepting the beauty and living in the beauty that God has given me mm-hmm. because then you're dangerous to Satan. So it's just the attack that he has on the world's perception of beauty is just very evident to me. Yeah. And it's not just women or girls. Like I, yes, I, absolutely. I think guys are, and I because we work with high school students to see that just kind of that, like what makes me look cool. Yeah. And that kind of like constant search for whatever it's shoes or haircuts or whatever, but just that like, that it's all about 
Like I have to present myself to other people this way mm -hmm. in order to be wanted or desired or seen as, and men probably don't say beautiful, but, but whatever attractive. And, um, but the reality is that like, so whatever your body looks like or whatever clothes you wear, there's something inherently beautiful about you mm -hmm. because of who you are created by God. Yeah. He wouldn't create something that isn't beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I, it's just so um, sad how I think just because of Satan's influence, like we have turned seeing beauty in someone else from an opportunity to thank God into an opportunity to like doubt ourselves. Like, and I think, like I said, it's like you said, it's not just men, but it looks different. I mean, it's not just women, but it looks different for men and mm -hmm. women. Like for a, a girl, what it might sound like is like, I see a girl that's really beautiful and I notice it and I say, oh, you look really beautiful or you're so pretty. And then the next thought in my head is like, I wish I was that pretty. Yeah. Or like, what can I do to be that beautiful instead mm -hmm. of just like recognize that beauty? Someone else's beauty, attractiveness, whatever it is, does not diminish our own. Yeah. And satan makes us think that it does yeah like it's, yeah to use one of our other examples it's almost like comparing mountains mm -hmm. like they're all just good mm -hmm. um and even i mean infinitely more so for people that yes. you can have things that are very different but that are equally good and equally beautiful um because they're created by god and the word that i keep thinking is like cherish that we should cherish people like mm -hmm. people are are treasures that you don't want to you don't want to consume and use you don't want to abuse or like disfigure like every single one is irrepeatable um so every single person is this gift from god is like i made this and it's the only one mm -hmm. and yeah. and this is and just for us to have that mindset uh and to try to especially when tempted to not think that way to keep returning to that truth of how does god see this person yeah um and to yeah reject those lies because we, we can believe them about ourselves and believe them about each other how do we lean into that truth like how do we combat the struggle to twist beauty into something that it's not like practically yeah i think a big dose of humility mm -hmm. is huge just to kind of like uh you know, the longing that beauty stirs in us will never be fulfilled in this world. That quest for, um, you know, just being, creating an image of ourselves that we think is perfection um, is, is, like you said, unattainable in this world. And so I think leaning into uh, God made me, I'm mm. good, and kind of like, like you did with that student, like, uh, and telling ourselves the truth mm -hmm. even when it's hard and we don't believe it um and this isn't just necessarily about your appearance like yeah. um and i've we've talked about this a lot but i i think it's i did it in my easter vigil homily i made people say it out loud just like uh god made me and god loves me because mm -hmm. we have to believe the those truths to combat the lies and uh like in everything the devil wants us to not believe that we're good yeah, and not believe. So like with this discussion, not to not believe that we're beautiful in God's mm -hmm. eyes uh, and, and that nothing can change that. Yeah. I don't know if that's practical. Do you have any ideas about what that looks like? 
I think just like removing yourself from the noise of the world that's helped me mm-hmm. um like just getting off of Instagram for a couple days or like even just and this is different again guys and girls difference but like if I'm really struggling with it like forcing myself to go a while without wearing any makeup or like like sometimes I'll waste so much time in the morning picking out an outfit, like just picking out the first thing and going, like forcing myself to do that. Mm -hmm. And even just, this is something I did recently. Like I purged my closet of just to like simplify my life. Um, cause sometimes it just gets so noisy and it's all just so distracting, but it's really just about God. Yeah. Like take yourself back to that, uh, the true voice. Yeah. And, and, yeah, I think eliminating that noise is not just like, you know, simplify your life or whatever, but right. um, make room to hear God. Yes, that's yeah. what it's about. That's the purpose. Because if you do it and then you don't fill that room that you've created with God, mm-hmm. well, you're missing the point. Yeah, yeah. It's not to do it for the sake of doing it, right? It's yeah. to do it with him, mm-hmm. to have more of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any closing thoughts on beauty? Um, I th- I don't think it's a ridiculous thing to talk about or to think about. Yeah. After we've just talked about it. Now. <laughs> no, no, just that like beauty is a real thing. It's not like just you know oh I like pretty paintings or I like uh pretty mountains pretty mountains pretty people <laughs> pretty people like <laughs> it is real and it points us to God mm-hmm. and to be aware of it and thankful for it and even even to like seek it out like it's mm-hmm. good to seek out beauty um especially when there's so much ugliness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and the ugliness is not like, you know, people people in themselves, but how we treat each other sometimes. Yeah. And so I think, like, it's why it's like, to me, it's so helpful just to go out in nature, yeah. um, especially, like, alone or away from kind of, like, distractions and things like that. Because then you get to see, like, oh, yeah, like, God made all this, yep. and he's loving me through all this. Or... Um, and I think especially like when it comes to people, uh, like when you find yourself like, like wow, that person is beautiful. Um, try to take that second to like think about what that means, mm-hmm. um, and to oh, yeah. appreciate appreciate what's going on. That God made you to to see that, and also He He made them beautiful. He made them who they are, and mm-hmm. and that's something to be thankful for. And I. I tell people to do it in confession. They struggle with lust is like start thanking God for them right then. Mm-hmm. Um, pray for them right then because uh, something amazing is happening there that has been, you know, clouded by lust and sin. But like the underlying reality of like, no, like this is what we're made for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Good that's stuff. my closing thoughts. I like your closing thoughts. Hey, I think we should leave it at that. Okay. That's, you said some similar things to what I was going to say. Okay. Good. So, Father, yeah, how has the Lord been loving you this week? Okay, I can do that. You can share? I can share. <laughs> I think I'm ready. So, uh, we were at Kroger's the other day, and both of us reached for a bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce this at the same a, time. No, you need to give like more context of this story. It was so funny. We were buying hot dogs and stuff yes. for a cookout, which is going to be my actual answer partially to this question. Okay, okay. Um, Sorry, I spoiled it, everyone. No, no. So, we were buying... We were, getting supplies for a cookout and stuff uh and we were walking down the the condiment aisle to get ketchup and mustard and we both noticed at the same time that you can buy chick-fil-a sauce on the shelf apparently in select states thank you ohio oh thanks ohio (laughs) and uh 
So we both we were like, wow, we didn't know you could buy this. We both looked at it and paused for a moment and then simultaneously reached out for it like it was the only thing that mattered. It was pretty special. <laughs> yeah. And I bought it. <laughs> and you bought it, yeah. I'll try that tomorrow on, yeah. on lunch. Yeah. You gotta. But my real answer, it has been a garbage two weeks. Yeah. Uh, not just for me, for you partly too. Like, we haven't had a good run of it. No, and, and it is stuff completely outside of our control and mm-hmm. like just stuff that we're dealing with. Uh, in our school and in the parish and the diocese. And that's just, you know, bad things happen uh, mm-hmm. for different reasons. And so that's really discouraging and challenging to me. And it's it always kind of, when I come up against these, like, really just bad situations, it's kind of like there's always that temptation, like, why do like, does any of this matter? Does yeah. what I do matter? Yes. Um, but uh, there's been so many occasions in the midst of this of seeing beauty like in the hearts of our students and my parishioners and uh, just how people still choose good in the face of like of evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, so like, I think that's just God reassuring me like, no, this, all this does really matter. Mm-hmm. And his beauty and his goodness is way bigger than the bad that we come up against. Yeah. No one's sin has the ability to diminish no. his beauty yeah. and goodness. Yeah. So Praise I'm God very for thankful that. for that because yeah. it's been, it's good to have reminders in the midst of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's How awesome. about you? How has God loved you? I I think like there's some, something that always like confuses me about God's love is how it is persistent even in the moments when I'm rejecting it or when I'm like not just when I finally become sorry or like not just when I seek out his mercy or not just when I'm doing well but like even in the moments when I'm in the midst of sin or when I'm just being the worst. Um, and I was reminded of that because (laughs) I just, my poor Zach, I was kind of mean to him the other day. I told you about this father. I was just like really stressed out and was just kind of like snippy and he was really trying to help me with something. And I like literally ignored his phone call and was just like, he was being so loving and I was like really rejecting it. And I got to, um, school and I walked into the office and he had had a bouquet of flowers delivered to the office for me (laughs) and I was like oh my gosh um (laughs) and it was like a special moment not just because oh my boyfriend got me flowers but because it was like literally just like a tangible reminder of like that's how God loves me like he reaches down to me and is wants to be closest to me in the moments when I'm the worst like even closer than in the moments when I'm doing really well, like he longs to accompany me and, and and be close to me. And I should say yes to that. And like, so that was just like a really beautiful direct reminder of how the Lord loves through my relationship. And that was, and that, and then that's always just great to have a moment where it's like, wow, God, you've given me someone who actually reminds me of you. And that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's good to be surprised in ways like that mm-hmm. when you're really not on the lookout for them. Yeah, and, and not deserving. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, please share with us anything, honestly. Like yeah. We want to hear how God's loving you. Yep. We want to hear how beauty has led you to the Lord yes, and, and what that what that looks like in your life. So mm-hmm. please, you know, send a message on Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, get in touch. 
And otherwise, oh, also topic suggestions. Keep them coming. Yeah, we would love to hear what you want to hear about. Because mm-hmm. we do this for you. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, <laughs> okay. We'll be well, back next week. We will. See you then. Bye. <laughs>